Does one of us, do we still do the intro thing? Eh. Eh. Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other after stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm after Logan. I'm after Lee. I'm after Wheels. And I'm after Greg. Long live the joke. Forever. <laughs> if we don't do it, we don't know where we are in the order. <laughs> the, I love the joke because the joke is, I guess, just that prefixes exist. <laughs> that if something can be an after show, then after yeah, can honestly, be applied to anything else. And yeah, that's I think fun. I, yeah, we're being generous with the term joke, but I think that's the real joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where are we starting in this after show? Do we do questions first or do we do character, like our impressions of our characters first? How I do we want to. Logan, the person, the DM, oh, usually yeah, starts give with the random. Like, hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we've gotten a lot of questions in the after show thing about the world and like what it is. And so I want to address that really quick <laughs> right here at the top. Right here, right uh, now. The afterlife in this season is not a corporate entity or something. It's not like in Black Mirror or whatever. It's this is just like a cloud of information that exists somewhere out there in the universe. And it's an amalgam of information. And it's just like a cool imaginary space where anything can happen. My impression was that the its appearance as Iron Amethyst is purely a construction of the bits of Ada, Samia, and Jackson's minds that are yep. alive in the afterlife. Like, it's them that's bringing Iron Amethyst and, you know, video well, I, game <clears throat> cheat codes and high scores. Like, that's I all coming from them. Yeah, thought of that's it exactly right. also in the way that helped me make sense of it in the sort of way that Things from the Flood was like, not... The stuff that's quote unquote ghosts are some of just parts of you that were left behind. So like the way it started, especially with the ending, like Iron Amethyst was Jackson's much of his life. So a lot of yeah. Jackson was there, but Iron Amethyst was only a smaller part of Samia's and Ada's life. Like yeah. not even really part of Ada's life at all. So not as much of them was there. So it's like bits and pieces in this giant glob heading towards doom <laughs> yeah that's yes it's especially and and the information cloud thing in the universe is sort of close to a black hole we had a discussion as as a crew if we were going to have the season kind of have a bummer ending or just like an acceptance ending of like oh we're gonna be sucked into this weird black hole and because if you are experiencing any kind of consequences of a black hole you're probably it's probably too late in like reality but we're not, you know, we, we don't play little... by those rules, B. Yeah. yeah, we did a digital toot and we got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also there was a lot of acceptance 
of our like I think there was a lot of acceptance of what it was, even with like saving the world. It was like I think the ending and the way we sort of did it, like there was acceptance of, you know, we could not reappear after this, but like this part needs to be saved. Yeah. Yeah. There was a little beat of acceptance, but then we just kept we kept telling the story, which yeah. I think is cool, too. But in general, um, so the idea started because I I just am really fascinated by liminal space, quote unquote, horror, <laughs> although I I just think it's fascinating. It does feel unnerving to look at stuff, look at places that are empty and feel weird because they are empty because it usually it's bustling with people and it just looks very, very different when people aren't there. And well, I, I'm just fascinated by the actual idea. Like I. I think it's entirely possible that information i mean like it's very weird right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you can have a a disk drive that is full of stuff and it doesn't like weigh any more than it did when it wasn't full of stuff and we know how to parse that and what happens all that does it just is it just electricity is but is it is there an imprint on is there like a fingerprint on that electricity if so as Kingdom Hearts coded so boldly <laughs> stated, <laughs> heart can live anywhere, even in data. Even yeah. in data. Or hearts can grow anywhere, even in data. Something like this. I, I, and I would go one step further and say that hearts are data. Like, everything about us is data. <laughs> everything that we think is ourselves is just some, some electricity that has a little fingerprint in it. And that's weird to think mm. about too hard. And I do it all the time. <laughs> and... I wanted to express that. And so I did this and I was like, how, how, what game, (laughs) what game (laughs) is this? And Ryutama, I think was really like a good choice for a lot of reasons, but I didn't really even, even know how good it was. Like initially my thought was that y'all were going to be roaming through a bunch of liminal spaces. Like the parts where you went to Jackson's like cubicle hell. (laughs) Yeah. We're in then my in the like initial like oh this this is a thing they could explore, um that was like more of it but mm-hmm. it actually was like way more interesting to have Iron Amethyst like like Ryutama is a Studio Ghibli sort of RPG but the more I read the book the more it was like oh this is actually like way inspired by SNES RPGs yeah and yeah. like even down to like the battle system and how things work so I thought. That would be really fun to have, you know, an old video game that didn't really exist. Uh, so I rolled up, you know, a random plot for a video game. Let's see if I have randomizers here. It, the The actual thing was you are a novice engineer on a journey to save Edelglass from the malevolent ruin. Explore ghostly parks and enchanted ponds and reveal the riddle. Of the ghost volcano. We didn't really get to the ghost volcano. Uh, <laughs> that's for, that'll, be, that'll be for the sequel yeah. season. Yeah. It's a volcano that spits out ghosts. There there was a mountain always in, in the back there. Y'all just didn't explore it, but it, that's it, doesn't, true. it doesn't matter. The mystery of it was that it was a ghost. The the, the volcano itself was the ghost. That's the <laughs> yeah, <mystery>. Wow. <laughs> I randomized like, like a plot, like a full plot of, of the thing and then got... Iron Amethyst as the name of it, which I think is a pretty cool name, even yeah. though it doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, I like it though. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It like it rhymes, right? Like the name feels yeah. good to say. It's metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, 
honestly, this like I really thank you all so much because there wasn't much on paper. I was just like, I think we're all going to have a good time in a video game. And we did. Mm -hmm. Like, so I left a lot of stuff up to y'all. I don't know if you felt that as much as it was true, but you all like made up the the lion's share of the plot. Uh, and I just sort of like went with you whenever we did a new thing. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go to the castle. <laughs> and, and then I just kept asking questions of y'all about what it was like because I didn't know. No, <laughs> I, I that the kind of freedom to create the world as we walked through it was really nice and i think that it was neat to add all of our perspectives onto the onto the world as we usually do with um yeah with our show but i think it it was uh particularly neat to use the language of of video games to describe the world because you know uh we nerds here mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and i think all of us yeah all of us speak this language of like mm -hmm. yeah yeah i th i thought it was really fun to explore and i just again thank y'all so much because it was magical it's fun <laughs> yeah I, I liked it some some inspirations that i had f like media stuff is the good place yeah yeah severance uh upload and the back rooms um so yeah if anybody wants to check out those things they're all good uh cool. thanks logan yeah should we go one by one with the rest of us and talk about our characters yeah, yeah. Who would like to begin? Uh, I I can. It sounds like uh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, so it's a pop quiz and nobody studied. Yeah, <laughs> I I had a blast playing Jeffrey and Samia. Um, when I rolled Jeffrey and got um, you know the two classes I got were technical type and the artisan, and to me that combination just like screamed like someone who has like a special interest or like a particular skill that they're very good at. And the fact that I rolled sixes on all of my stats said to me like, yeah, he might be really good at this thing, like his particular craft that he's an artisan in, but he is spectacular in, in precisely zero other ways. Not that he's <laughs> like, uh, like not that he's like a bumbling idiot who's constantly failing, but like his expertise is not really in what we're doing here, but you know, his, he is just determined by the, by the cause of like, well, if I don't do something, my family and my town are ruined. So even though I'm just this blacksmith and that's all that I'm good at, I'm just going to burn the candle at both ends or, you know, just like push, push himself as hard as he can to make himself valuable in this other context, even though he's never left home and barely leaves his blacksmith. And then with Samia added in as a person with uh, uh, dissociative proclivities, uh, shall we say, <laughs> um, the, the idea of like switching between those, those personalities was not very, it's not foreign to me. Um, so um, I, I found that aspect of it pretty fun to, to play around with. I, I was so pleased to like, I, I didn't really intend for this to be a representation of plurality, but it, it yeah. did end up being pretty cool. I'm glad that I could do that um, or like set up a thing where y'all could do it. Yeah, no, it was a really good opportunity to show, uh, you know, and it's not like a one to one representation, of course, <laughs> but um, mm. but in a lot of ways, it does echo the experience of like some days you wake up and the things that you cared about yesterday and the things that you were good at yesterday and your priorities, um, none of those things uh, feel the same the next day. And 
I liked playing with how like sometimes that can kind of fuck you over. Like when Samia <laughs> was stuck there and like, you know, eventually she got her she got her bearings, but when she was kind of like uh involuntarily uh puppeting Jeffrey for a while there and and just kind of wandered out. Yeah. I I get that experience sometimes where like cuz the way that it works is that the with I'm I pro- I've never been diagnosed, but I probably have one of the ones in it's called OSDD, which is literally just other specified dissociative disorders, so like cool, very mm. specific. Um but there's like a bunch of different ones in there and a lot of them deal with it's it's not um I guess I don't need to get into the details, but sometimes I just don't have the skills that I'm, I'm not, I'm no longer good at the things that I'm supposed to be good at. And I'm like editing an episode of a podcast or something. And it's just like that bit of my brain that is good at this is just not here today and I can't make it work. And so that's kind of what I wanted to show with Samia, like being forced to push through like as an adventurer when she, when she isn't. Um, But you know, the the more the plot goes on, being able to show like how you can still you 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 can still make it work. It's that there are difficulties about it, but you can there there are aspects of it that you know once you get once you uh, kind of come to an accord with the state of things, you can kind of share. Du- Samia and Jeffrey could kind of share duties better, and I kind of wanted to show that by the end. So I thought I it was it was kind of fun to be able to show that arc, and yeah, I, I really appreciated the the. Amazing narrative excuse to do that. <laughs> um, uh, what else do I want to say about these two? I really liked the kind of how different they were from one another. They're both like very much within my comedy wheelhouse of like a, a person who like goes from A to C too quickly, but in, in different ways for both of them, I think. Uh, and it was fun to be able to even like play jokes off of myself because I'm playing <laughs> two characters, which I'm usually not. Anyway. Those were all just fun things about Samia and that was super fun. Jeffrey, like just the uh, I don't know, like Samia taking Epiphany <laughs> is <And> Jeffrey <laughs> not wanting, even though it's yeah. Jeffrey's body and he doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Jeffrey was just very funny. I'm always impressed with uh, with you, Wheels and Greg too. Well, I I can't think. I guess Logan. I guess, I think all three of you are good at it. Let me tell you a thing what, I'm not good it? at that I think y'all are great at. I think this is also one of the reasons I don't like DMing because y'all are good at being multiple characters at one time. Yeah. And like mm, do, yeah. And doing that brain swap between like on a moment's notice of just like, I'm Samia and now yeah. I'm Jeffrey and now I'm, you know, it's sometimes like even when we're just playing and we're like, Ooh, we need a side character for this. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not for that. It's funny because because like it's to some degree, it's a little easier for me because then I'm like, well, even if this character wouldn't have something interesting to say, I've got this whole slew of of people and at least one of them will probably have some dumb shit to say about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is it is definitely a different embodying. One character is very different than embodying, you know, the 20 that you do when you're a GM for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just y'all are great. I love everybody. Aw, <laughs> love you too. too. Uh, who's next? I can go. Or Greg, I don't care. Whichever. <laughs> so, like, kind of a different take. Like, Jackson was very, very much the, I want, this is where I want to live my life in the real world, and that carried over into 
this. So it was very much uh, it's all Wolfram until it had to be somebody else. Right. Like Mm -hmm. dragging Jackson to the surface was like not fun for him. Yeah. (laughs) So and like a lot of the choices like early on the sort of like I don't want to be told what I what to do. I don't want to. I don't want to be forced into the relationship. I don't want to be forced into things. I want to be free. Yeah. Came out of and sort of flowed into the realization that Jackson felt 1000% stuck until he died. Right. Like, yeah. And like part of, part of him success, like, you know, we talk about escapism, part of Jackson successfully escaped. (laughs) And so the (laughs) idea of being pulled back out, after, you know, because, yeah, like the idea of being pulled back out would be horrifying. Yeah. And like the the line, the line, I think I had a lot more weight than maybe it came across was, you know, I died here, you know, which carried both like Oof. physically he died here. But this is also where his regular life just ended. Right. Like, Killed your soul. Yeah, it was just it. Oh. This was the end. Like looking at that place and being stuck in there forever was that that was his life so going towards the end of when we got back and really that struggle between like you're fucking up my real life you are fucking around with the only thing that ever mattered to me like really played heavy in the ending and i think like the decision of him like let's do a clean install without understanding like i could not come back to this this could start without me this could be the end like that was to me, like one of the biggest weights of the Wolfram Jackson part was I'm willing to to wipe out everything that I knew in hopes to save the one thing that I really loved, even if I don't get to be a part of it anymore. Right. Yeah. You risked losing yourself right. in order to keep the thing that, yeah, you thought was right. The was thing that gave for. meaning. <laughs> yeah. That, like the thing that gave meaning. Keeping it. Yeah. And like seeing seeing like the horrible waiting room and knowing like at some end, like the glitch, the thing that errors, the missing payments were all things that, you know, were just numbers to Jackson. Like I know how exactly how that happened, but I never had to see the effect on people. Like, I think those scenes are really good. Um, and it was d- weird because it's like tr- towards the end, trying to figure out, the appropriate moments when Jackson would reassert since he never wanted to be reasserted. Right. So at the end coming back and being like, I'm Jackson's only here until I can get back to the life that I want to leave. And like Mm. being in that office space, understanding what happened and then being like, Nope, I'm going to, I want to go back to being Wolfram. This is who I want to be. Yeah. I really liked that. All of you sort of arrived at a different, you know, like, resolution for your character like ada sort of just realized she was the same person like you know or or at least like you know like had to reconcile with that like not being real thing really you mean yeah to be specific because ada was or, real at one point yeah sure yeah but i mean like maybe that is still like information that could comprise either of them but yeah you're you're correct and then samia just like separating from Jeffrey and they're just living life as father and daughter, which is kind of a strange thing to have uh, shared. Since she created him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It is like kind of uh, another kind of like inadvertent representation of dissociation because a lot of the like 
additional personality states are built out of a desire to protect the ones that exist. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if Samia is creating, you know, him to be a protector for her, it ends, it, you know, even though she created him, it makes sense that he ends up being her, uh, her protector in that way. And you see that in his personality, oh, wow. right? Where like that is, yeah, that is his motivation yeah. is to protect things and people. So, um, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, oh, and while I'm uh, interrupting anyway about my characters, I should mention the um, I was thinking about the immigration office part for Samia. And yeah, I mean, not too much to say about that other than obviously it's informed by having immigrated myself and doing like the easiest um, version of immigrating to Canada as a white person from America with, you know, you know, with a family that would have picked me up if things had gone wrong, all of these things. Um with a with a you know a partner on the other end in Canada, all these things they made it way easier for me, and yet it was still fucking stressful, mm-hmm. really difficult, ludicrously expensive, and there were so many points where you know I was just at the mercy of like I hope I am affable and charming enough to this uh, to this employee either on the phone or or you know at the at the office that everything goes well because a lot of things are really just at the discretion of the immigration officer of whether particular documents are filled uh filled out right and and that sort of thing and that and and knowing that like and you know this happened to me once or twice of like knowing that if things are marked wrong or what have you that you're kind of back to square one at least to a degree and and that that horror is um one that isn't fun and I can't like and I know that, like I, like I said, I know I had the easiest version of it. So I kind of wanted just to show a little bit of that, of like a family that yeah. doesn't have all of those supports there. Where like, if they don't get through, you know, if if you know, like that, if that fee payment doesn't get through, they probably can't uh, afford it to pay it again. All all of those sorts of things, where like those setbacks are uh, so brutal, and, and I felt like that fit with the kind of. It was a different kind of horror than the um, yeah liminal space stuff, but I feel like it, it it's similar. Absolutely, a nightmare kind of deal. Oh, um, um, super quick before Lee goes, uh, because I forgot to say this, but the creatures that you encountered were a moth and termites because they're known for wanton like consumption, and they were representative of a black hole. So that's oh that's what yeah, yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I'm me. <laughs> I don't remember a ton of things on in the best of times. And uh <laughs> these these have not been the best of times. Um oh. so I definitely took this character just like even further than I normally do into the realm of I will react to things as they come up. And this is just my character's just going to develop as I go, (laughs) like way more, which is kind of how I always play. So it's not like that was, you know, way out of line for how I normally am. But just this is definitely the most like off the cuff character I've played um, outside of like many seasons where you don't really get to, to think about them. It was like, I really feel like between episodes, sometimes it would just be like, one of y'all would have an idea or I would have an idea and I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. Well, and then just like incorporate that. 
And I don't think it ended up with like a bad character. Like I feel like she had her own identity and like there was still something there of her to like ground her as as a as her own thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, definitely... I loved her like her even if her personality and the way that she reacts to things is very you you haven't ever had the uh you haven't had the unique problems that Rilla faced. And I think that's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I loved the um the song that your take on the like jingles as spells instead yeah. of yeah. just yeah. Like, yeah. I enjoyed songs that. as spells. I I yeah, that was a neat detail. Yeah. That was fun. Um It was fun to edit in for for us editors as well. <laughs> I feel yes. like that's definitely something that a programmer would do too. Like yeah. Like, I don't really know what music of the time is and we don't have a budget to do it, but I can get away with this jingle that's been in my head for the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah. I'll just switch it around a little. <laughs> yeah. It's true. What was it? Is it Earthbound, the original release that has songs that are literally just Beatles <laughs> songs, like transposed? I, th- I think the, it is. Wow. NES it's one of those, yeah. Super Nintendo? Wow, I didn't know that. That's a cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my, maybe it's Mother One. I, I, there's something. Yeah, it's like one that. of the ones that didn't. I don't think came over because reasons. It was in, there wasn't a lot of things that came over <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, but um. So anyway, yeah, I think I just um. I enjoyed playing it that way, and I really enjoyed how she turned out. But yeah, I think that. I didn't have like a, you know, sometimes you do like when you're trying to play a character, like you're trying to say something or you're trying to like work out something in your life or like whatever, like that's just kind of how art is. But definitely that wasn't that wasn't with Rilla. She was just uh, she showed up on the day and did her thing. And I appreciated (laughs) that I had. Well, first of all, I appreciated that we are a group that can do that and like it made it okay because that wouldn't work with just anybody like mm, mm, sometimes yeah. you're playing with people and you do have to have a much better understanding of your own character because the other people are not going to help you mm-hmm. not out of spite but just like that's just how it is yep yeah so yeah anyway like you just can't you can't do that in just any group and like obviously we've just been doing this for so long and uh it's just so unique, I think, to play with people, the same people for many years, because you can kind of just do whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's like, seriously, that's I couldn't like I wouldn't have it just wouldn't be the season at all if, yeah. if I didn't trust y'all and have played with y'all for six years at this yeah. point. <laughs> like every episode is a trust fall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we always catch each other. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think that's all that was about Rilla. She was just fun and exactly what I needed her to be right now. And that was great. I loved the nice. I liked the dynamic that she added as an NPC. Yeah, that was kind of fun to decide on that and like go in that direction. I enjoyed uh, it. It was pr- pretty key to the end of the season. So <laughs> I, I pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, before we end the after show questions, I just want to note it was very fun playing with mm-hmm. video game sounds and putting them in the game. <laughs> yeah, end <laughs> of the show, rather. Uh huh. Yeah, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed listening back to episodes of this season. I didn't yeah, listen to was, all of them. Some seasons I listened to 
like 99% of them and some I don't. I feel like this one was a little hit and miss for me, but all the ones that listened to were so good. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, did you guys know we have a good show? <laughs> Do we yeah, want to hit those questions? Hit, hit them yeah. questions. Questions. All right. So I'll start with the uh, email question because it's the only one that's not from Discord. And oh, yeah. it comes from Lavender. And she says, hello, After Crew. It's still early in the season. I'm currently listening to episode four. But I have a deeply important question. Does Jeffrey look more like Alex Lewis Armstrong or the ridiculously buff cooking teacher from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Oh, dang. And uh, I gotta Google. Yeah, Wheels, let me add the ones that she put in her email because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reference images. Yeah. Um, I definitely have more of an Armstrong uh, I would picture say in my head. Dark mm. hair, but Armstrong's, Armstrong's look otherwise. I think nice. Uh, let's see. And don't forget the butterfly wings. It's a very mm. important detail. He's very embarrassed about them. What? Um, really? They get stuck in doors all the time. Oh. <laughs> um, he can't. Ri- he can't fly with them. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. But can't I didn't just... know it was like a like he was embarrassed. Oh. He's embarrassed about everything. You can yeah, make that, that man was embarrassed about anything. <laughs> okay put the first one in the secret channel yeah Ooh. there's there's definitely similarity in the i would say the hair color but mm-hmm. but yeah i definitely got more of a vision of the the armstrong character although i is that a what is that is that a jojo who's he he's the cooking teacher in scarlet and violet no 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 not this guy that lee already posted i saw the the other one googled uh, full metal whatever the name was that's full metal Metal oh my way or well i guess full metal alchemist any of them has yeah yeah he's definitely closer to that Um, okay but with hair that is dark that's more how i had him pictured yeah Mm -hmm. great question yeah okay all right. Uh, sorry, I was just staring at the pictures. I forgot to do <laughs> my job here. All right. Uh, so these are all from Discord. And Felix asks, where does Jackson's negative opinion on children stem from? I was surprised to hear him say that he doesn't know how to get a kid to care. Uh, and then I don't know why that's surprising, he- given the fact that he lived in an office and had no life. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I, he doesn't strike me as a family man. Um, was Wolfram? Did Wolfram have that same? Well, this was gonna I say guess. he added uh, or Wolfram at the end to to also say that about Wolfram. But I was gonna say I don't know if we know about Wolfram's. Um, I mean Wolfram and Jackson's alignments. Uh, I think at the start of it, were very, very much, very close because he hadn't really experienced what a life was. So like that was his whole thing to live through Wolfram. So that probably would change for Wolfram. But for Jackson, yeah, he just doesn't like he barely knows how to make his co-workers do anything and they have to because it's a job. So yeah. you're like, what do I do with a kid? I don't know. What? What do you do with them? Like, I can't like, do they want money? Do they are they going to get a negative peer <laughs> review? Like, I think that whole thing of I don't know how to deal with him extends to a lot of things in Jackson's life. Like he was just stuck in one way and never had a chance to break out of it. So never did. You got to learn how to talk to kids. Yep. 
And some of that is like for me, too, because I'm not a huge kid yeah. person. Like even with my nieces and nephews, I'm like, yeah, OK, thanks. Bye. Wait, <laughs> get, hit me when you're older and we can talk about adult things because I don't care. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like lose the ability to talk to my niece and nephews as they get older. I'm like, I don't know how to. You did so much better when you were younger. It's like that uh, weird we can talk about dinosaurs. Age. Yeah. <laughs> like when they're adults, I'll be fine. But like that weird middle yeah, bit where middles. they're like high school. The middle bit so is just, tough. Yeah, I can't. I when they, they're like, talk to us about stuff important. I'm like, what do you think? You're like, don't ask me about school. I'm like, what do you think adults do? We actually tell them about work all the time. Like we ask about the thing that eats up a lot of our time <laughs> yeah. frame. I don't know what you think we do behind closed doors. It's not that interesting. I'm sorry. And I can't talk about, about Taylor Swift more. anymore. <laughs> I know. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, oh. All right. Uh, Riddle's question. I think we've kind of already asked, but I mean answered, but they say, when planning this season, did you plan for the players to leave the game world or did the story evolve that way naturally? It sounds like, oh, me. Logan, you were saying that it was supposed yeah. to happen earlier. Um, I Yeah, I, I gave you all opportunities. And, and honestly, I feel kind of bad because I definitely railroaded you into the liminal space because I was like, oh, they're not taking the bait of like just jumping in there. And I understand because I made it terrifying. Oops. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'm just going <laughs> to vacuum them in there. It's okay um, to do that sometimes, though. Yeah, I mean, you know. it was it was good for the pacing of the season too. Mm-hmm. We needed a change up. It was the right time for it. Yeah. If there's one thing I think that we have learned from the like other seasons is sometimes when the players aren't getting it, you do just have to say yeah. or yes, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. And then the last one yeah, is. Sort I was of a meta not going to jump into that booth. Just as a side note, the <laughs> the, the, the horror booth. Yeah, yeah going. I know, a, I know. Yeah, I, nah. like I said, I I accidentally <laughs> made it very terrifying uh, and not inviting at all. So I I understood. <laughs> I, I knew Everyone, what I had to do, and I did it. Everyone's like, it "Looks like the plot's in there," but what if it wasn't? But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also other plot over here that looks much more fun. There's no great plot. Like, nope. Let's let's hang out with lobsters. And I was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, let's hang out with lobsters. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. All right. And then the last one uh is sort of a not specific exactly, but Emperor Seth asks more of a meta question. What are everyone's favorite old school? Let's say up to the N64 PlayStation era RPGs. Which ones influence the season and your characters the most? And for the three players this season, how much thought did you put into creating the original people that became your characters? Were you expecting that backstory to come so much into play or was it a complete surprise? We've kind of touched on this. Um, Yeah. I definitely, I didn't know who Ada was at all um, until (laughs) like (laughs) almost the end of the game. Or middle, I don't know what episode that was. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was two or three. For, yeah, yeah, two or three from the from the end. Yeah, and then as far as like N sixty four PlayStation, I didn't have any of those systems, so What's I don't. A, what did you did you have any like RPGs that you that uh-uh. you played? No, I know the you, first you, you, video like, game that wasn't literally just Zelda or Super Mario Brothers that I ever played was Red Faction. Mm. When I was in high school. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, what's an RPG that that uh you like? Because I know you're all about Bioshock, right? Yeah, or sorry, Fallout. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but by the time I played Fallout, it wasn't really an RPG anymore. It was like just an open world 
Yeah. Yeah. I never played any of these really. I mean, even like I attempted Pokemon once on like the Game Boy, but like it didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, old school RPGs like Pokemon is obviously the a big one. Shining Force is huge. Chrono Trigger is huge. Final Fantasy Tactics. Like I'm a big JRPG lover in general. So like really, I think for this one, how I sort of contextualize it was a very chrono trigger where you had three people together and, you know, they would develop bonds and those bonds, depending on the configuration, you could do group attacks, which I think we touched on a little bit while playing the game. So like I was very into a chrono trigger mindset with this one. And then the original characters, I didn't know if it was coming up, but like we knew at the beginning that we were dead and that we were players. So I had a very rough, a very rough outline of who that person was. But it wasn't until we were in the space when it's like, okay, you need to make choices now. (laughs) Like you need to do you need to define this period. (laughs) Uh, It's also Chrono Trigger for me. Um, It's my favorite game. Mm -hmm. Um, or at least it's one of the games that I say is my favorite game. There's there's a few I, I would put on that list. Same. There's a few movies that I say are my favorite movie. I there's just there's just a heart to that game that um is quite unique. And so there's that. There's also it's not retro at all, and it's past this era. But Kingdom Hearts was a big point of point that I was pulling from yeah. uh, just because of the whole multiple uh, yeah, multiple people realities. in one person uh, oh, shenaniganery yeah. that um, that's straight out of Kingy heart. Uh, and also, I mean, the the jangles kind of gave me uh, heartless vibes to some degree. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. So Final Fantasy Tactics is also a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had recently played um, Suikoden 2. Uh, I didn't play it when I was younger, um, but I played it recently, and that has the battle system from this, basically. <laughs> um, and so that was like, oh, yeah, this is this is like Suikoden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chrono Trigger is so big for me. What other JRPGs did I play back in the day? A lot of the Final Fantasies, but I think, yeah. um, mm-hmm. well, Tactics Advance is the tactics that I um, got caught up in the the most i did also play the ps1 final fantasy tactics um mm-hmm. both of those have such good stories of the variety of like kind of in the same way that this was like a travel story mm-hmm. where like a lot of those uh, like both the original final fantasy tactics and um the game boy advance ones are really interested in like the dynamics of a group over long periods of time through mm-hmm. repeated uh <laughs> repeated uh shared trauma Not that we were uh, showing a lot of trauma on this season, but uh, just in the sense of like um, seeing the relationships develop over a long journey and a long period of time made me think of that, too. Yeah, for me, Final Fantasy seven is a very important game to me. Uh, Final Fantasy ten is an even more important game to me. I love Final Fantasy ten. And then Mario RPG. is oh i should have said that one that's a good game yeah it's a good yeah, game i love it i'm so excited it's but, gonna remake yeah i was gonna say they're remaking it yeah and i and then the the one that's like most directly like this season is final fantasy tactics advance because they yeah. like yeah. go into a video game basically and there's that like it, the main characters kind of like wolfram in that they want to like you know 
like the the goal ostensibly is to get home and then through the course of the game they're like i don't think i do uh, do i <laughs> <laughs> yeah so those are my my favorites of course pokemon was huge too was that the last question are we at it that's it are we done yeah well we gotta announce the next one Oh, yeah, Greg, what's next? Take it, Greg. So we are going to be playing. uh, Well, so first of all, you need to understand the system. The system is called the Awfully Cheerful Engine. It's a base system that it's a role playing game, as, as it says on the cover of action comedy. But really, I'm doing it because it's a very, very simple system. And we don't do a lot of dice rolls anyways, so the system isn't that important. It's just something to be there. Uh, but we'll be using their copyright protected for obvious reasons module called Beam Me Up. But we don't have to worry about that because we're just going straight up Star Trek. It's just going to be straight up Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Just it, it is Star Trek. We'll be in the Star Trek universe. We'll be zipping around at warp speed to planets. And I'm be behind because I stuff. never got into Star Trek. Actually, oh, I love Star Trek. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is gonna Star be Trek. like my. I'm gonna be like the Lee in the yes. Star Wars. <laughs> I've seen some of the movies, but that's it. I finally get to be the like how y'all were with Star Wars, but yeah, oh, that's so you, get to geek out. you know all the stuff. Yeah, Earl gray, hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have been making all of the all of the races that make sense which is difficult because there's there, star wars races are wild but so are star trek races yeah. and i'm like mostly forehead prosthesis until they get to like <laughs> yeah 2000s. but there's a couple of these things like well they're technically part of the federation but not and they didn't come in but only these ones and i'm like oh my god they're off the list because i can't deal with this backstory <laughs> like <sighs> If I can't get an actual picture of them, I, I'm not putting them on the list. But the list is pr- of of species is pretty long. I have a good good idea of how everything's going to work out. I just need to figure find a good plot generator because a lot of them are real bad. Oh, so <laughs> they're like the other like speed. make your own Star Trek episode and you hit it and it's like choose a verb. I'm like I'm not doing Mad Libs. Just supposedly generators, but it is just a Mad. Lib. It's just a Mad Lib. If I I could I could Mad Lib all I want. That is not what I need in my life. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the everyone is destined for that one. Oh, I already have that picked. Oh, I already know what it is. Okay, not well, don't, don't, on not don't, on no here, spoilers. but oh no man, you have yeah, to no. tell me. Us. Okay, <laughs> Captain's After. log, star date greatness. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, Captain's log is how everybody has to start. Star star date the whatever. Is how everyone has to do the recap. That is a mandated. I've oh, wow. already decided. I'm That's so amazing. Excited. Although That's I've been so trying awesome. to figure out how they figure out the star dates, I mm. do not understand that yet. But I'm working on it. <laughs> Hey, um, if you are one of the listeners right now, it seems like you like the show a lot. Maybe you want to check us out on Patreon, huh? Maybe give, maybe throw us a few bucks. Maybe get a few bonus episodes. One a month. Maybe even a postcard. This is coming out on Monday, which means my Kickstarter closes real soon. Yeah, go and back the mystery business. It's like, it's, it's going to so be good. tight, y'all. So if you're thinking about a maybe... Go back it right now as soon as you hear this. <laughs> as soon as you hear this. <laughs> I would say stop the end of this episode, but we're already done. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also, so uh scheduling wise, 
Correct me, y'all, if I get this wrong, but I believe next week you get nothing. You get um, nothing. You stole physical thing, drink, listeners. Yeah, you lose. And <laughs> the following week, we will have we will start the mini season. season of Spindle Wheel, which we yeah. played with Audrey from mm-hmm. Alone at the Table. Very so fun uh, session. Yeah, yeah, um, I love. Very Spindle good Wheel. game. Yeah, I'm excited um, to play more uh, Spindle Wheel for real. Audrey was a great guest to have slotted right in with the vibe. Um, so you'll enjoy that. That'll be three episodes uh, mini season as usual. Once that mini season is complete. Uh, I think it's actually four. Uh, yeah, that I think we, be four. Yeah, yeah oh, we, went, we go we long went, enough. We went long, long on that one. So. Six, six, super six. Long record. Yeah. So after those, that's a maxi mini. Um, <laughs> after we get to, yeah, after that's done, we'll have one more week off, and then we, uh, after that, we jump right, be- uh, right into the full season with uh, "Beam Me Up." Yeah. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening Thank to this you whole season all. and coming on a very weird Thanks, journey. Everybody. Thanks a trillion. All right. Bye. Bye. Worst clap I've ever done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not satisfying. Yeah. Maybe um just as like a, a good like palate cleanser for everybody, we can go back to the oh no, I fucked up my clap since, <laughs> since the last after credits was we can't always do that. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get we gotta review. get in there sometime. <laughs> gotta get back to the classics.